Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm your host, Grace Helbig. Very exciting episode ahead. We have Ariel Vandenberg and Matt Kutchel with us, two hilarious comedians, content creators, and two people that have that classic romance of being best friends and watching each other date people for almost a decade before realizing that they're perfect for each other are now currently engaged to each other. That classic Hollywood tale. We learn all about uh, coming from the world of dance and the world of music out to Los Angeles and uh, their entire comedic trajectory. We also learn about their new podcast and the fact that Ariel um, has some privacy issues in the Southern Hemisphere. You'll hear all about it. Enjoy this week's episode with Ariel and Matt. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Uh, I want to know so many things about you guys. But one thing I do like to ask people that are, I guess, um, hyphenated in their, their jobs is, what's your deal? How do you describe what you guys do to someone who doesn't know? What's your deal? You go first. Um, well, I would like to call myself an actress first and foremost, but I mean, I haven't done an acting job in years, so I don't know if I claim <laughs> actor as my profession. Um, I guess I'm, God, I, I'm a content creator. Cool. I make content for myself. I make content for brands. Um, and then, uh, and then I, I would like to call myself a comedian. I feel like that's like a strong claim but you know i i think i'm funny sometimes well the thing is i mean you are a comedian because okay, you make because you yeah. create you create comedy videos i'm hilarious that millions yeah. of people watch i'm that's a comedian a, that's a com you know uh, you it's go. funny because actually that's what i want my title to be like straight up You're ariel comedian. Mannenberg comedian but isn't yeah. that weird because i have the same thing where i get very uh, like kind of insecure about just outright saying like mm -hmm. i'm a comedian and mm -hmm. i don't know why i'm so like sensitive about that for myself but it's like yeah you're producing lols yeah that's what a comedian you. does and you are too so like we can just call we ourselves comedians you know i think that like the weird part about saying that is because um you're never nobody the, the only people that say they're funny are not funny people. So, very, like, very so true. I never want to be like, well, I'm just kind of funny because like yeah. that person isn't funny usually. So totally, <laughs> but I totally get it. Yeah, and also but, it's hard to claim being a stand-up comedian say, when you've only done it like ten times in your life. So you did a good job, though. I did a great Still. job. There you go. I'll never forget if that. I if I just said I did a great job, does that mean I did a horrible job? You go. <laughs> no, you did a great job. Um, and for myself, you know, kind of similar answer. I'm, I'm a content creator. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I make content for myself and for brands. And that kind of, you know, creating content online just turned into me uh, becoming an online comedian. So I guess that's cool. essentially, I'm a comedian too. We're comedians. We're all comedians here. We're all comedians. Just a bunch we of comedians. We got there. We got there. I'm well, also a bodybuilder. See, there's all these hyphenations. You guys have all of it. The um, So you guys, uh, take me back to when you guys started out in Los Angeles. I also like to, would love to find out because you guys are engaged as a, as a relationship couple. Uh, do you remember the first time you met each other? And I'm curious if you guys have different points of view on that experience i don't remember it I <laughs> okay go <laughs> um no you actually do 
I do. You do? Okay, to... I was gonna say, do you know our story <laughs> yeah, that we oh that we God. tell? Yes. <laughs> well, you are a good actor. See, cutie, I told you I'm an she actress. Um, Amazing. Okay. Why don't I get hired? <laughs> so the, the very brief story is. Um, so I moved in L.A. in 2006. I met her just a few months later. I met you at the very beginning of 2007. Yep. I was really close with uh, one of my friends, Riley, and she took me to um, her friend's house because we were all going to like pregame before we go out. Uh-huh. Her friend's house was her then boyfriend. So it was us. Whoa. So it was me, my friend Riley, Ariel and her boyfriend. And that's how we met. Um, wow. We obviously, you know. <laughs> We definitely like hit it off that night and had a good time. Um, but not, it, not hit it off like, not oh, like I that. like you guys. Like, we know. No, yeah. I was literally, I left that night being like, I think I have a new best friend. Like, I was so happy. <laughs> totally. You know? Like, we like, were, we yeah. typical girl. Yeah. We became <laughs> friends immediately, but, you know, not to the point where we exchanged numbers and started hanging out. We started hanging out kind of like a couple years later. But yeah, okay. it was just a random night where I met her, um, you know, through my friend. And, that's fun. It. Yeah. And but I like that it was so pure that you were like, we're best friends now. This is yeah. sweet. And then cut to yeah. how many years later is that? 14 years later or something? Well, yeah. Well, we started dating uh, three years ago. Wow. We started dating three years ago. Yeah. Because we just had our three year thing. So we were. So we were. So wait. So we <laughs> What's were. What's that called? Anniversary. Three years, we had our three year thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is that thing called? Oh, yeah. You're right. So we've been dating for three years yeah. um, and engaged for eight months, maybe. Wow. Something around so there. So cool. So, yeah. okay. So what's the, without being, you know, too, you don't have to be too detailed. What's the step in taking it from friendship to relationship? What, did one person, you got to intercourse it. Yeah, you, you, know? you just intercourse. It, mm, mm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I no, mean, I, I heard <laughs> rumors. But... <laughs> no, honestly, like, if I could simplify that answer, it'd just be that timing. Like yeah. timing is so big uh, with anything that has to do with relationships, I feel like, but especially with us, because, you know, I had a, I had boyfriend after boyfriend after boyfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, you know, he was single the whole time waiting, but I, I'm kidding. Oh, cutie. Uh, that was a joke. Did that just hurt you? I'm hurt. She my, was like, oh my God. My heart's no. stinging. So like we both were in relationships on and off mm -hmm. for the whole time we were best friends. And wow. And then when we were both, you know, in our 30s and realizing like, oh my God, you were right there this whole time. Well, that's for me kind of it's what such happened. A, it's such a movie moment situation. Dude, like... I was, I'm living a fairy tale. Because, you know what's so crazy? I always thought, no, I can't, like, because everyone would always ask me, like, are you, <clears throat> are you and Matt ever going to date? Or are you guys dating secretly and whatever? Yeah. And I was always like, no, like, I wanted my, like, fairy tale to be that, like, this Parisian man was going to sweep me off my feet, you know, <laughs> whatever. But I didn't realize that the fairy tale that I really wanted was, like, that I was going to end up with my best friend. And that's so yeah. cool. And now that's my fairy tale. Like, I don't want to not understand my Parisian boyfriend like I'd rather be talking to you all the time you know it, it, it is funny <laughs> I I'm I am seen amongst my friends who are getting older like me and now in our 30s they are uh -huh. actually ending up with friends they're ending up really? with people who were their yeah. close friends back then and not just someone random that they met like on an app so I feel like right. in our 20s is just being young enjoying LA and all the th hundreds of thousands of similar people like you and 
Yeah. And in, just enjoying dating around. But um, yeah, I think that like what really matters the most is someone that you love to death, connect with. And I think marrying your best friend is just like the dream come true. I mean, that's the coolest fucking thing. Thank you, you guys. I mean, but also <laughs> I'm sure like as soon as you start making it public, an audience is like, no shit, you guys. Like oh, we've been oh. watching this happen the whole time. Our our own best friends were like, yeah, duh. And we we're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's it's so cool. And like, honestly, timing was really it because we we just needed to be in that same exact moment at the same exact time and go. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also and it takes like some courage because you have to take the risk. Right. Because it's oh. like a best friend that you're like, if this doesn't work out. uh Oh, that was my whole thing is. I either try with Matt, but there's no trying when you're right. that close. Like we would, we literally hung out every, every day. So wow. like, so like you don't try with someone like that. You either get married to them or you never talk to them ever again. Mm -hmm. like, or you That's stay, or you stay best yeah. friends. Those I are your only just, options. Yeah. I can't just casually date him. Like right. he would know that I'm dating other people. If, if, you know, like you yeah. can't do that. So I was like, I'm either all in on this or you know, or we just stay friends. And I'm so glad I let myself do what my heart told me to do because now we're engaged and I'm, I like, I've never, like, I've never had a relationship that's been so like trusting and per like, he's the most helpful. You're just, you're, you're my person. Oh, you're my person. Yeah. That's I really like, sweet. I like and view. I mean, I like the view. <laughs> you guys have been, I mean, you've been best friends for so long. So it's like the hardest part of the relationship, the friendship you already had down to totally. like a T. Um, I want to go back a little bit before you guys or like right when you guys were coming to Los Angeles, Ariel, you were a dancer and Matt, you were a singer. Yeah, I mean, were you in the boy band of some yeah, sort? Yeah, yes. Made it sound okay. like I'm like a stripper. I, I was, no, <laughs> I'm not a stripper. I, said, no, I literally, um, I was saying yeah when she said dancer. I was like, I don't know. Does like, she have of, some shit I don't know about? No, I, no. I did do. Yes, keep going. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll go um, back to my stripping yes, days. Um, okay. I moved to LA. Uh, for all of entertainment business, but I really wanted to be a musician. So I started okay. a band and uh, toured in a band for, for the first like four or five years of being in L.A. So that's what I originally came to L.A. for. Wow. How do you what was the premise and like how did you start the band? Did you just find a group of friends and was like, this is it. Here we go. Um, kind of. So <laughs> I had. So is, I'm, I'm like, how do you start a band? I got to well, explore some other options right now. <laughs> It's honestly, it was so fun, and to and some of the best times of my life was touring with these guys. Um, I'm from Portland, Oregon. Two of my best friends, Judah and Duck, are also from Portland, Oregon, and they're brothers. They played Judah in and Duck. Okay. Judah and Duck. Uh, they played cool. in bands literally since they were probably like 11 years old. Like they were in like oh. cover bands, and they were just really good musicians. Um, okay. I had this idea. I was like, "Hey guys, I'm moving to LA." And I really think that we have a shot at starting like a kind of like a um, punk rock pop, you know, boy band, like a fusion band. And they're like, okay. we're so down. They moved to L.A. with me. And then we had to find two other people to fill guitar and bass. And okay. we just started reaching out to people like just our friends and say, hey, do you or any of your friends know a really good guitarist or good bassist? So we scouted for the other two guys and then we formed our band and then we all just started like pitching in money and recording. And I mean, we just, we did it from the ground up very like, okay, cool. what are we going to name our band? Uh, what are we going to sound like? How can we work with bigger people? And I think what really, how we really got lucky is, um, our first song we recorded ended up being big on MySpace. 
So, oh, yes, yes, yes. We, MySpace, yeah. the golden years of music. The golden years of music. So, <laughs> Tequila Tequila. Yeah. So we had this song called Miss Hollywood that was just super fun and catchy. And a lot of like the scene girls on MySpace uh-huh. were posting it on their profiles, calling themselves Miss Hollywood. And so oh, we ended up getting millions of plays on there. And then everyone started having interest from producers and and um, and writers and other people who wanted to work with us. And that kind of like, you know, that kind of got us really moving. But, you know, cool. it's obviously it's hard work and we had to write the song. But it is a little bit of that luck where it's like we got lucky that that one song hit at the right time. Totally. When was there a dramatic disbanding of the band when you all went in separate ways? Or was it kind of like a natural dissolving, like we're all doing different things now? So it's actually... Or is it's it actually, still going? Are you guys still, no, no, are you no. still performing? I was going to say, it's actually a pretty traumatizing story. Not not really, but like, not really, Uh-oh. but... an aggressive word to use. <laughs> no, to me, listen, to me it, it was... You mean it's dramatic, no, not traumatizing. No, I was traumatized because okay. all I wanted to do was be a successful True. musician. And, uh, and we were right there. So this long story short would be... We were on the rise, getting on bigger tours. Our One of our songs hit radio. Uh-huh. We started climbing the charts on radio. And then we started getting multiple label offers from bigger labels because we were signed to an indie label. Gotcha. And then we had two big offers. One was really, really good. And we wanted to go with that one. Um, our label, our uh, indie label, was started getting like all greedy and like, holy shit, like, no, we're going to wait for literally a million dollar deal. Back then, that wasn't happening. Like, people weren't wow. signing for a million dollars. Unless you were Drake, I think Drake did a million dollar deal, and uh, LFO. Oh, not LFO. Um, LFMO. LFMO. You know, you know, you know the, oh, yeah. the song "Party Rock." Party yes. Rock. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. LMFAO. LMFAO. Yes. LMFAO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like massive ba- acts were being signed for that. Our label was like, we're gonna wait for that. We're like, mm-hmm. we're not there, dude. We're on the mm-hmm. rise. You have to let us upstream to another label. Uh, they. Long story short, they said no. They said, we're going to wait for a better deal. They wouldn't fund us anymore. They wouldn't give us money for tour. So we ha- we sat on this label that wouldn't let us upstream. Shelved. And we were shelved. Dang. And um, I was like, well, what am I going to do? Because like, you're running- like locked in a contract yeah. with these people that wouldn't let you leave. And it's just Ugh. so shitty. Yeah. yeah that we sucks. couldn't get on bigger tours. We couldn't pay for bigger tours because you do have That's to pay so to get on them. And our our album that we had spent a lot of money on and time was now like like a last year thing. And it just it just slowly started dissolving like that. So there was never like a, we break up, we're done with this. We were literally on the way and then our label just held us and we couldn't go any further. Dang. So that's that what, yeah. So I always that, wonder, I, I just, you know, it makes me wonder what could have happened. Like, right. I, I'm a really hard worker and if I put my mind into stuff, I know I can make it happen. So in my mind, I'm like, shit, I would be a touring artist right now. But I mean, optimistically speaking, I feel like you guys both have the very much like hard work ethic where like you have created opportunities for yourself because things like labels and things like, you know, Hollywood have gatekeepers that keep you from being able to do everything you want to do. So anything, I feel like that might have helped strengthen you guys in going to like. Because you went from there to like to Vine and that whole world that just fostered a community of like creatives doing their own thing. Totally. totally yeah. yeah. Whoa. Oh, what the? Uh-oh. That Frick. was weird. <laughs> totally, it's happening. Yeah. 
my um, coming one. Freaky we Friday. are becoming one. It's not good. Um, no, but you're right. I truly believe in that. I believe that, like, you know, I was brought to where I am now for a reason. It things just weren't mess. You know, they didn't work out for a reason, and it's totally fine. Um, totally. And and yeah, I'm I'm happy with where I am now. But it is kind of crazy, like the the twists and turns that Hollywood throws at you because yeah. everyone, most people, move here for one thing, end up doing another. That mm-hmm. might not work out. And then they end up way over here. It's very strange. Very strange. Also, is there an opportunity for the band to get back together at the wedding? Oh, my God. Is there... That's not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, no. No, <laughs> no, that would actually be hilarious. I mean, you know what's I'm funny? throwing it out there. I think I, it's a, it could be a great moment. I'm if, down. No joke. If I had more time on my hands than I do now, I would <laughs> literally take the time to get the band back together, practice, and actually just do a reunion show, like a one-time reunion show, and yeah. release maybe a song. Like it's it's still a passion. I love doing music. Um, it's just so much damn work to get yeah. it off the ground that getting us back together would, would be pretty tough. Totally, totally. Um, and Ariel, you came from not specifically dance, but you have danced no, yeah. in your in your background. Uh, and was that what yes. you were like? looking towards when you got here you came to los angeles you wanted to act no okay so i did ballet and like danced my whole life growing up um and through high school and stuff like that but that's what kind of made me want to be like a performer i didn't i i always kind of thought like oh i'll go off and do um i wanted to go be in a company and like maybe move to new york and be in a ballet company but i was so tall and all the ballerinas were way shorter and way lighter than me and like I was like okay I'm not gonna compete with like this stick like yes. they're so tiny you know yeah. and I'm like and I was I was small but I was taller and so I was just like okay what else can I do okay I'm gonna be a backup dancer so I like honestly thought I wanted to like backup dance for Britney or Hell like yeah or people <laughs> like that I was like that would be so fun to go on tour I actually thought about that a lot but my main thing that I really wanted to do was be on SNL like that mm. was my <clears throat> I was obsessed with Jim Carrey. I was like obsessed with Martin Lawrence, like all the, you know, like all the yeah. like mad TV, uh, in living color, um, freaking SNL people. I was obsessed mm. with all of that. And I was like, okay, I really want to do something like that. But I just I think my my idea of that was, okay, go to LA and get into improv classes, which is exactly what I did when I was around 17, 18. I started Mm -hmm. going to improv classes, going to groundlings and all those things. But obviously doing that doesn't pay anything. No, (laughs) you have to pay out of pocket to do that. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And I I literally moved to LA with zero dollars. So I I started modeling because I was like, okay, those are jobs that you can get a little bit Sure. I mean, a little bit easier than acting jobs. So I started modeling, doing like catalog work and just saving my money and started going to improv classes and really trying towards that. Yeah. And it was a lot. It was obviously a lot harder than I thought to get to a place where you're even in like the writing lab class of Groundlings. I don't know if you right. did that stuff, but no, I did stuff in New York. But yeah, I know what you mean, where it's like you have to work and pay so much to just get a seat at a table that yeah. might be kind of near a table that everyone else is at. But you don't know for sure. It's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So like I was in this weird place where I was like, OK, it's been five years that I'm doing improv now, like and I've done nothing with improv. 
okay. So yeah. I just started, I got an agent and a manager uh, for acting randomly. Like it sounds sketchy, but it wasn't. I met, <laughs> I met this manager at, at Coffee Bean. He like comes up to me. I, okay. I was probably 18 years old. I'm get, I'm at Coffee Bean. And I was commuting from San Diego to LA, like just oh, to wow. go to auditions. So I would sit at Coffee Bean and wait for traffic to be over because I would just drive after traffic. Right. So I was sitting at Coffee Bean, this like old man comes up to me <laughs> and he's like, Hey, um, are you an actress? And I like, I'm, I was very aware of everything. Like I yeah. knew if someone was being creepy, I knew if someone was like trying to hit on me, whatever. This dude just wanted to like work with me. I could tell because yeah. I, I had the opposite where they're like, hey, are you an actress? I'm like, get away from me. Totally. Um, You know, there's that side of it. This guy was like this sweet old man. He was like, are you an actress? Because you should be. And I was like, wow, I would love to be an actress. Yeah. And so I told my mom and then my mom hit him up. And anyways, I started working with this random guy from <laughs> freaking Coffee Bean. He like worked <laughs> out of his house. I never I never went to his house. It never uh, was like weird. He just would give me auditions. My first audition from him was for the OC. So I was like, oh, you're legit. And yeah. like I went and read for, oh my God, I'm blanking on. Uh, no, 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 no. It was way, like it was way into the series, like oh, okay. series oh. 12. Um, I was like auditioning for Misha Barton's little sister's best friend or something, you know, okay. like something stupid. Like still, that. still legit, still legit, still <laughs> legit. Because I, I auditioned for, oh my god, I'm blanking on the creator's name, and that's bad because I love him. Oh my god, Ja. Anyways, doesn't matter. <laughs> so I, I auditioned for him, and I was like, this is big stuff, you know. So anyways, yeah. um, and I just kind of went from there and just started acting and fell in love with acting and 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 uh wanted to do stand up and. I don't know. I feel like I'm at a point now where SNL would be really cool to do, but I'm now not wanting to move to New York as much as I thought I would totally. when I was in my 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. All of Hollywood has changed dramatically. And you guys are doing really cool stuff right now that's taking up a lot yeah. of your time that I'm going to ask you about after we take this quick break. So Love we'll it. be right back with more Not Too Deep. Well, okay, let's talk about where you guys are at now and what you're working on. One, you guys have a podcast together, which is really sweet because it's a feat to be dating someone and uh, engaged to someone in Hollywood, but then to also continuously work together. Like, great job. We do. We do, you know what's crazy? <sighs> we do everything together. That is crazy. But that's it's crazy. Really, it is so crazy. But, like, good for you. Have you guys developed a set of like, tools or skills to understand like when you've either crossed the line on like uh, a creative idea or like has it just always been pretty symbiotic of you guys working together to be honest i feel like it's just, it's it's been very easy to work together because we do have the same humor yeah. um and we both add to each other's um you know skits and ideas and and creative so we've never really had an issue um on the creative side like which is honestly shocking because i'm a very independent person you're a very independent person, but we just, yeah. I don't know. We just, we collab pretty well. Yeah. That's great. So where did the podcast idea come from? Um, I had a podcast uh, called The Only Child mm -hmm. and I was doing that mm, right before I did, right before I started Love Island. So like two, almost, whoa, two years ago. No way. 
Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Like a like a uh, year and a half year and ago, half, I had yeah. this podcast, and I I realized that every episode that I liked doing was when he was my guest. <laughs> and so I was like, we just had so much fun, and I had a I had a co-host on there too. Um, his name is Low, and he was. I mean, he's so funny and so amazing. But whenever Matt was on, it was just like the most fun episodes for everybody. Um, so yeah. I was like. And then at home, you can do a podcast from home. So it's like, it's a, it's another creative outlet that we, we were like, okay, we've done Instagram. We're on Twitter. Mm -hmm. We do YouTube. Um, let's do a podcast. Like everybody else, like literally like everyone's doing podcasts, but yeah, who cares? It's, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. We bought all the gear and, yeah. um, and so like, it's for so you fun. Guys, yeah. For you guys, especially cause you, you, create so much stuff that's edited that it must be nice to be able to have just an unedited conversation with each other without worrying yeah. about so like and and I don't we don't like cuss on our Instagrams we're pretty fam family friend friendly I can't even talk yeah. family friendly <laughs> it's like your body's rejecting that idea yeah, I'm, of family family, friendly. I'm family friendly <laughs> so we we don't cuss on there and I just like let loose on my podcast where I'm right. like I'm like it's like always it's i mean it's not probably not the best thing but it yeah you, it's, you, it's you're, more you're more free to be yeah. to be yourself and not really yeah. care like yeah because the thing is we do have to watch you know you know for the for our brand partnerships that we have you have to watch what you say and like how you you know you don't want to cuss too much you don't want to like sure. have too like risque of humor yeah so i like it's fun to just kind of like be ourselves on our podcast and just do yeah. our thing Mm -hmm. And you guys have each other's backs, so it's nice to be able to have like someone else's point of view on things and be like, yeah. "Was I being too much that episode?" Oh, <laughs> oh, we do that all the time. I'm like, "You should probably cut that part out." <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Love Island. Congratulations! This is so cool. Thank you. And uh, so, for people that don't know, you're the host of the U.S. version of Love Island. Yeah, so cool. What was that whole experience, that process like? Um, okay. It was awesome. I, I got <laughs> called in for this freaking show that I, I had heard about and I had never seen it. And I remember being like, Love Island. Okay. So I went on Hulu or something, wherever they play the UK version. The UK yeah. version is huge. And i you know, I watched it and I was like, dude, this show is bananas. And I'm like, I need to book this. And so <laughs> I ended up, I so glad I, I booked the job. Um, I went to Fiji uh was there for about i think like seven weeks or something wow. i don't know every time i say it i'm always like nine weeks ten weeks the like i i don't remember how seven six i don't know i mean I we were there for a long yeah, time seven weeks so went to fiji um it's so, so nice. funny like it's so cool meeting the whole cast that they all the people that got cast in it all the islanders and oh yeah so for just, people that don't or might not be familiar with the show how do you describe it so it's a I mean, if I was to describe it, not CBS, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's honestly like, um, like a romantic comedy reality show. <laughs> it's yeah. And, and, and true. not, very, not only cause it's not just like meet the love of your life potentially. It's like people become best friends on this Island. It's a dating show in, uh -huh. you know, in theory, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, Five single girls, five single guys. They meet on an island. They have to basically couple up with each other. They sleep in the mm -hmm. same bed from the from night one. Um, 
you know, if you're coupled up with someone, you sleep in the bed with them. It's like, it sounds really well, intense. Well, keep but- in mind too, they don't have cell phones. They don't have TV. Right. They don't oh, have yeah. movies. They only have each so other. So they, they only have time to get to know each other. And wow. that's what's so cool about it is like they become absolute best friends yeah. or they get in a relationship where they fall in love because you all you have is time to invest in one another, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a bonkers like social experiment for everyone, especially yeah. because we're so dialed in and tied to every ounce of Wi-Fi that we can get. Yeah. When you have when you're like stripped of all of that and have yeah. to like communicate as a human I, being. Well, I fell in love with three of the islanders. I did too. <laughs> you did? I did too, yes. Oh my gosh. And honestly, no, but no joke, the best part, I, I got a, I got hooked. Like obviously, yeah. like I was there with her and I was watching like what was happening live and I got hooked and suddenly everyone is suddenly coupled up and things are smooth and going great. And they're like, I love you. I love you too. Then they drop off three more hotties on the beach who come in and and, and everyone's like, Oh shit, there's more hot girls and hot guys. It's, Uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. What was the wildest thing that happened this past season? Um, I think like, I'm sure there's just so much to process. There's so still. many like dramatic something happened. Moments. No, no, Weston did something. Oh, he was always doing something. I know, but Weston did <laughs> something that everyone was pissed about. What was that? No, I think no. Well, wait. Oh God, good question. I'm having, I'm having flashbacks right now. I am too. <laughs> I think like the craziest thing that like the most drama that actually happened was there was a guy on there named Yemen. And oh, I love a Yemen. He was so <laughs> cute. He was so funny. He's like so charming. And he had like three girls that all really liked him and none of them Uh knew that the other one liked them. And then it was just like this whole thing. And then that blew up in his face. And then like the people like hated him. And I'm like, no, he's actually like amazing. (laughs) But people, you know, people started getting super mad at him because he was like playing all these chicks. And I'm Mm. like, that's what the show's for. Right, right, right. That's probably the most drama that really happened. I mean, this one girl came in and she was like, how dare you do this to me? Remember Alana? Yes, yes. You know, because she fell in love with Eamon. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's some... Tough, tough, but it's also like your job must be so hard to not get too emotionally attached oh, to everyone. <laughs> I cried when really? my, when the first guy left, when Michael left. Yeah, I honestly, I was like, I was like, Michael, your time on the island is over. And the producer's <laughs> in my ear, and she's like, "Are you crying?" And I was like, oh. I was like, "You're crying." And, uh, but the reason why is because it was our first elimination, mm. or like kicking someone off, and. I was nervous as a host. I was nervous yeah. because technically we're live. You know what I mean? Like we're co- like we are shooting everything. It's not like, hey, cut. Let's do right. that. It's like he is sad that he's leaving. So I'm standing next to this crying person who's not fake <laughs> crying. And I'm just like, I'm like, OK, I have to tell him. Oh, God, it was it was hard. Oh, <laughs> that's devastating. Yeah. OK, is there a reality show that the two of you guys would compete on together? Ooh, like that the Amazing Race on? or something? Yeah, oh. like Amazing Race, like Survivor, like uh, Supermarket Sweep. Any that like really you guys would dominate on. I would dominate on Dancing with the Stars. <gasps> there you go. Honestly, I want to so one. bad. And my friend, do you know Caitlin Bristow? Yeah, she was so, supposed to podcast with us today, but she just got Dancing with the Stars. And dude, yeah, oh my God, I just got a little full, busy. Full body <laughs> chills. I'm so excited. I'm like... 
I love when, because I'm friends with Derek Huff, we are, and mm-hmm. so watching him, you want him to win, you know, but since he's not on it anymore, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Watch, now I have like a reason to watch. I'm like, Caitlin has to freaking win this shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. So I would love to be on Dancing with the Stars, but also we could do the amazing race. I'm not going to eat snails or anything, but I would love to do that show with you. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you guys would have a great time doing it because you know, I would some die if I, would be, if I was yeah. on Survivor, I would die. Yeah, you would not survive. I don't think I'd we be. Were, I we, couldn't even go camping. We went camping for, for, th- two, for two nights oh, and yeah. you couldn't survive. Okay, how was camping? This was an attempt to just kind of like get away from the world for a little bit and like uh, decompress. But yeah. was, it, was it okay? <laughs> it was fun. So so I for years, literally years, I've been wanting to get a, a rooftop tent for my Jeep. It's been oh, nice. like my dream. I'm like, the second I saw them come out with those, I was like, I need to have one. So obviously... It's expensive to get the rack and the tent, and I kind of like just waited for the right moment to actually like like spend on that and like gift right. myself. Um, I did that a few months ago, and then the pandemic hit, and I'm like, this there's no better time to leave town than right now. So mm-hmm. we're like, let's get out of here. We drove to Utah. We had friends come from Boulder, Colorado, so we kind of met in the middle. And oh, nice. We, I mean, when I say we went off grid. We were on the top of a mountain where there weren't any, there weren't trails anymore. Like our, like, my Jeep that got stuck a couple of times and we oh. had like, it was like, we went off grid to where we just yeah. didn't see anybody. And it was, but weirdly we had service at the top, yeah, at the top oh. of the mountain. We had, we had I service. was like kind of bummed because I'm like, oh, well we'll go up there. We won't have service, you know? Right. You get up there and I'm just on Instagram the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm hiking, be, like you know, show trying I'm to like show my top challenge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very fun. But also, uh, as soon as you get your Jeep stuck, you're like, is this how it ends for us? Was this worth it? <laughs> yeah. Is it worth it? I mean, I want to pretend like I'm obsessed with camping. I liked it and it was fun, but I, I, I'm definitely not like. I made him bring a privacy tent for me so that I could do things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm not just gonna like walk out in the middle of nowhere, dig a hole. Like, wh- I'm not doing that. I could, I would, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna put it right no. next to the Jeep. Here's the thing we were in the middle of nowhere. I don't care. No neighbors, no houses, no people, no other campers. And she still wanted to put a privacy tent away from camp to do her business. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Just go dig, just go dig a hole. No one's gonna see you. Well, we, we were with our friends, and Sophia, she'll like, she literally leaves for an hour and I'm yeah. like and she just walks back casually with like her like wipes or whatever she's like walking back I'm like this bitch just went into the freaking trees and pooped and uh-huh. no one's asking her about it I'd rather be asked about it like so if yeah. you see like a tent shaking around and you know I'm in there yeah I mean, <laughs> things are happening <laughs> so I yeah that was that was the I don't think I could have done it without a privacy tent. So girls, if you like want to try camping, legit get a privacy tent. It will change yeah. your life. I will never go camping without that luxury. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I, I just like the psychology of knowing that a snake's going to not jump up and bite me in the butthole in a situation it, is well, a little bit more comforting. It's not even about like bugs or snakes. It's about like someone that's like, I'm going to sit here with a telescope and wait, <laughs> wait till I see. It's like a person from far away. Like I think someone with a telescope is going to see my butthole, and I don't want him to. This speaks to some maybe Los Angeles paranoia that's been building. Uh, you I can't met even my first into- manager at Coffee Bean, so 
There you go. There you go. Um, do you guys prank each other often or attempt to? You know, not I hate not, pranks. Not a full blown prank, but we do kind of mess with each other. Like I will do things to kind of surprise her a little bit, and mm-hmm. like we're very goofy together, and we'll kind of shock each other with with yeah, being silly, true. but not not like actual pranks. Right. Not a, not like a gotcha moment. Not I no. Okay, that's good. Good for you guys. That'll keep it a uh, safe and healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like, I'm so glad he doesn't like scaring me. Like, I hate uh-huh. being scared. And I Same. had a boyfriend. I had a boyfriend that would scare the shit out of me like every no. day. And I'm like, what does that do for you? Like, yeah, exactly. It you t- like one time I was like, if you ever scare me again, we're done. Like, we are <laughs> so done. Like, I'm we're breaking up. And I and he scared me so bad that I broke up with him. <laughs> Like, you're like, I'm true to my word. I'm being, oh, I'm communicating yeah. in the most honest way I possibly can with you right now. <laughs> so true. Uh, uh, that's wonderful. Okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, I want to hear everything that's coming up in the future, all the future camping trips. Everything will be right back with more Not Too Deep. Not Too Deep. What's Okay, before we hear about what's coming up in the future, I'm going to ask you guys the two questions I ask every single guest that is on the podcast. And the first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Ooh. Throw Mm. cold spaghetti at. Yes. (laughs) And this is an answer that can change on a regular basis because you might have someone one day that you want to throw it at more than someone else another day. I love that. Because it, no, no, not, it, it doesn't like it hurts. It doesn't. It's not like it hurts them. Doesn't it hurt just, them. And it also, just it like can awkward. be. It's, it's up to you what your intention is. It can be like a celebratory thing. I know what it. I, I got mm. mine. Okay. Okay. The, uh, m- mine would be I want to throw cold spaghetti uh, at the famous TikTok boys with broccoli hair. <laughs> That's good. That's the famous good. TikTok boys that have the dangly earrings and the broccoli hair and they're all like dancing all sexy. I would love to just uh, grab a pile of spaghetti and just throw it at them. That sounds uh, fun. That'd be great. They would love that. Though. They would, yeah. They just like, yeah. uh. they'd be like, okay. <laughs> like they would like use it to their advantage, oh, and then you'd be like, now I want to kick I wanna, your ass. Yeah. yeah, I've only made them stronger. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, that's a good answer. I feel like I want to go with, um, well, okay, only if Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra post any more wedding photos, I'd throw cold spaghetti. <laughs> There you go. Very fair. <laughs> Are they overdoing it? No. Well, they did for a long time. I, but I am so obsessed with like, like their wedding was so beautiful. I'm like, yeah. can I copy your wedding? But at the same yeah. time, like we saw it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and she just post, posted another photo the other day. I was like, uh, <laughs> how many wedding photos are also, you going to post? No, they also had like six weddings. Yeah. They had a lot of celebration. Which is freaking like my dream. I, I'm a celebrator of life. And so yeah. like for them to be able to do that, I'm like, oh, I want that much money. That'd be sick. You know, so <laughs> oh, like I love just it. out of jealousy, I'd throw cold spaghetti at uh, at those two lovebirds. That'd be great. I think yeah. it'd be lovely. Um, <laughs> but I also love okay. them. So <laughs> no worries. Yeah, they're avid listeners of this podcast. So they're going to respond immediately. <laughs> Guys, hit me up. Be on our podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like a close call. 
Wow, uh, that's Matt's specialty. But you can only use three words or three small phrases. So (laughs) mine, so like, or a combination. Mine is college jogging front lawn. Okay. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Mine is. It's real bad. So, so yours, yours was what? Cabin jogging. Wait, yours was what? Mine was college College. jogging front lawn. Okay. Mine was um, cabin panic kitchen. Oh, oh, the kitchen, the place where food is made and stored. Oh, and no. If I, if I can add a fourth in front of three girls. Okay. There we go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. that's like a horror film. It really is. <laughs> mine would okay. be, mine would be, wait, so what, so what, it's like the location? No, you just say, it's just words. You can just do uh, like small phrases or three words, whatever makes most sense to you. Okay, got it. I'm going to go with um, um, oh God. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> Germaphobe. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't go in public restrooms. That's, I don't know how to phrase that into one thing. And traffic. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. Okay. But, but I yeah. didn't I didn't do it. Let's just get there. I didn't do it. But like it was a bad day for for my rectum, let's put it that way. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. I I've I've experienced that level of uh of chaos in my body. So yeah. I understand. I was literally like I've been at like I went to an audition and I was like, frick, I have to take the freaking 10 home. And it was Uh-oh. at like four what's it called? Tra- what's the traffic hour called? Oh my god! Rush hour. Rush hour. I was in uh-huh. rush hour traffic. More no, like. No, thank you. More like rush hour. My butthole. I'm sorry. Hey. Yeah, I'm ah. the worst. I don't. I don't know. Why I'm being gross. <laughs> no, it's great. No, that's um. Like th- those are the moments where I feel like I can have mind control over my body, and I'm like, I'm so. If I just think that I can do it, I can do it, and it's totally. uh, it's not always the case. Totally. Uh, Okay, before we wrap everything up, usually when we do the podcast in person, we like to give our guests a gift for making time for us. Um, and we usually give a personalized fortune cookie, but because we're doing it digitally, we have a digital fortune cookie for you guys that I believe Melissa is sending to you or has sent to you. Okay, got it. Please open when Grace asked you to. Well, you just did, <gasps> oh so Wait, here we go. This is so cool. Huh? Here we go. Um, all right, I'm my obsessed. my fortune cookie says apartments. Sorry, we're a little too <laughs> verklempt to get this fortune cookie written out. Maybe come back later when we're a little less verklempt. Wow. So we'll come back later. That's. Uh, are you asking like, us to be on your podcast again? <laughs> is this your clever way of just really wanting us to be your co-hosts? Yeah, just come back. I need I need people to to talk to you guys. I need people to talk to. Um, no, thank you. We like to give a little silly thing that's uh, fun at the end. Um, where can people find everything that you guys are up to? And are there any major things coming up in the future? You got your podcast now. Uh, what's what's going on? You can uh, listen to our podcast. It's called Riled Up with Ariel and Matt. Um, and then hopefully my season two of Love Island will be coming out shortly here, probably towards the end of the year. I mean, maybe September. Cool. I actually don't know. Hopefully I'll get those dates soon. 
um, CBS. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm on Instagram at Ariel or TikTok if you want to follow my dancing. Yeah. What is it? The Ariel? On your TikTok? I'm on TikTok. The Ariel. Honestly, I think the best way to find us, if you Google Ariel and Matt, yeah. All, all our stuff pops Everything, up. You, you, you can find all, yeah. If you Just Google Ariel and Matt, then you'll see our stuff. And uh, yeah, check us out. We like yeah. making we, we like making comedy skits. We like podcasting and having fun conversations. So we're here to Love entertain it. you guys. Love it. Uh, well, good luck with the wedding planning. I can't wait for the band to get back together. Uh, very exciting things on the horizon for you guys. Very exciting. Thank, Thank you. you. Go check everything out, you guys. And we'll see you next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, Not Too see. Deep. Too Deep. Too Deep. Too Deep. Not Too Not Deep. deep. This Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz. Edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry and an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. <laughs>